Welcome to Frontier Feathers Farm Podcast. Join us as we take you through our journey starting a farm having no prior experience. We left the beach and traded our flip-flops for farm boots and decided to live in the country. We'll share with you our learnings, tips, and of course, all of our fails as we continue to grow and learn on our little farm. Hello and welcome to another episode of Frontier Feathers Farm Podcast. Today, we are going to be focusing in on all things goats. We have moved from chickens on to goats now. What are your thoughts on goats in general? You love them. They're they're so cute and adorable. And if you notice, they keep like popping up on random places like in yoga classrooms. Yeah, goat yoga. Which really is mind-boggling to me. I've yet to attend one of these things, but having goats, the awkwardness and the sharpness of their hooves, I, I don't see what How could be relaxing about they that. pee and poop everywhere constantly and they're like m&ms like i'm not sure if you're clear on that but when they do go to the bathroom it's not like it's just it's like sprinkles fly out of their bottom like it's everywhere so yeah when you see those cute pictures on instagram you're like how are they doing what's that? the reality yeah. like how can you zen out in yoga <laughs> knowing you're gonna get just showered upon <laughs> yes so anyways, we'll have to do a test run of that. Anything to be a farm. hipster and say you do goat yoga. <laughs> <laughs> oh but God. somebody but somebody owns those goats and somebody's dealing with the reality of those things well, on I, a daily. So I'm thinking that they keep them hungry and have like treats or there's got to be, there's something, there's some trick. And then I've actually seen some images where they do wrap their hooves because they can be quite painful. I mean, even like think about when you go in and feed them, like they jump up on your oh, yeah. lap and you're like, whoa. Oh, yeah. No, you can leave the pen often scraped. Yeah, get off sure. me, bro. Like blood drawn. <laughs> but other than that, they're very gentle animals. Yes. So why don't we start from the beginning? We have three goats. We have Marilyn, who's the mama. Yeah. And she's uh, not debutted, so she has her full horns. And her two daughters, uh, Bo and Arrow. And those are our goats. And they are... They are a half Nigerian and half Nubian dwarf. Yeah, goats. so they're on the smaller side. Yeah, they're really cute. They're they're cool for the most part. I mean, they are, you know, they're very um, used to humans. They've been interacting with humans basically since they were born. So we got them really little. They were only a couple of weeks old. And I feel like our goats are awesome because you know when you go to those petting zoos with your kids, and like. The goats, like, want to eat your clothes, and they're jumping up on you, and they just kind of suck. Well, yeah, everyone told me, like, oh, my gosh, if you get a goat, they're going to eat everything. They're going to eat your shoelaces. They're going to eat your jacket. But that is not the case that we've experienced. I mean, every once in a while, they'll like to nibble on a flannel. Like, you know, if it's flapping and it's caught their attention, they'll, they'll like— They'll taste it. They'll taste it. eat a hole in it. No. No, they don't. And we have a little area where we like to sit, and sometimes they'll, they'll jump up. And, like, just hang with us. But, again, I'm always worried about the projectiles coming out of their backside. So I don't really like to sit with the goats because that's kind of a sketchy proposition. You do. Yeah. Yeah, Whatever. I have picnics in there. I'll paint in there. I love it. Yeah. So let's talk about what life is like with the goats. You know, so if you're listening and you're thinking about getting a goat, you have the the space. And I would recommend that you only have a goat if you have, you know— the adequate facilities to do so. And you hear that a lot too. You hear like, oh, you know, my goats are such a nuisance or they get into trouble or they get into my stuff. Well, I, 
my suspicion would be that they're in a facility that is inadequate to house them. You know, we live where we have large uh, areas of land where they can roam and we can set up goats get bored. So we They're like set kids, up, really. They really are. That's they are, why yeah. they named yeah. the babies kids. Yeah. yeah. If they if they are not entertained, they will find trouble. Uh, but we set up like goat obstacle courses. We can get into all that too. But basically, I, I I would say like goats are cool, so long as you have the ability and the facilities to manage them, they can be a great pet and a great thing to have on your farm for a host of reasons, which we're going to talk about. Yeah, and um, we. It's funny because when you think like farm animals, I didn't really think it all the way through as far as like, well, there you have a vet for your pets and like your dogs and you're going to need a vet for your farm animals as well. So I think if you're going to go down that path of getting into goats and pigs and such, just make sure that you do have a farm animal vet um, nearby. So what would, be, what would be a common cause to have a you know, what would be a symptom or what would be something we'd look for as far as getting a vet involved with goats? Well, they need vaccinations, too, to keep them healthy, just like dogs and cats. Um, and then also deciding if you're going to breed them or not. They need to be spayed. Um, exciting news. We are not going to be spaying our goats. We're going to be breeding them. So that's going to be really fun to follow along. I know you're really thrilled about that. Can you see the joy that. on my face? <laughs> Can you hear yes. it in your voice? Yes. Um, no, it's going to be a really cool experience, and I'm excited to expose the kids to that whole thing. So, Yeah, so we have brought on – so the the goats that we had uh, purchased from someone local here um, in Idaho, um, we, we actually traded one of our – uh, females back, and she has rented us a buck. What's the buck's name? Pepper. Pepper, that's right. He's super cute. He's cute. Yeah. But he is very stinky. Yeah. So Bunk. why don't you, I think this is kind of funny, so why don't you share your first week, so we <laughs> we bring Pepper and introduce him to the other uh, to the other goats, which again now would be just Marilyn and Bo. Yeah, so I'm walking down this path thinking like, okay, I'm going to have both of them be pregnant. And um, goats are pregnant for approximately 150 days. So I'm like, okay, springtime, we're going to have babies. And um, the, my baby, Bo, is not quite – she hasn't gone into heat yet, but she's, like, of age. So I know I'm in the zone. And sure enough, within hours of having Pepper there, she goes into heat. She's ready to rock. And they begin this whole mating ritual that is completely ridiculous. But – you can't stop watching it. I mean, he made every sound in the jungle um, coming from this little goat. And he... Um, Maybe we'll check our uh, Instagram or website. We'll, we'll post some video and we'll also... We'll do some audio clips of the sounds that oh, yeah, Little you, Pepper makes. It's, it's, it is crazy. It's like an alien. And they dance and they butt heads and they... There's definitely a lot going on um, as far as trying to attract a mate. So let's talk bodily functions. What did Pepper do? Let's get to it. Let's get to the goods. So he was super excited to be amongst the ladies, and so he decided to show off, and um, he peed all over the back of his legs. <sighs> For starters. And his beard. And then <laughs> he peed in his mouth and um, gargled it and, like, peeled back his lips like he was super proud of himself. I was completely disgusted, <laughs> and I couldn't even really believe what I just saw. So I um, contacted the Google machine to see if it was true what I just saw, and like, oh, yeah, it's a thing. 
That's this is what the male goats do. I'm sure Bo is all fired up with the <sighs> urine in the mouth. It had to be hot. <laughs> I guess because they are married right now and inseparable. And it's really cute. Um, but as soon as her heat is over and the deed is done, um, he's going. Uh, Marilyn is should go into heat soon, and so that their little romance will be over and hopefully on to Marilyn. Yeah, and so we could look to get between what like three and five kids per yes pregnancy yes i think i'm I need not to... good at math but that sounds like a lot of goats um <laughs> but what do you think about that have we really planned for that yeah we're i feel like we're in a community um that you just put some feelers out and people are constantly looking for goats uh i my dream is to have um some goat milk in our future to make soaps and um lotions it's really good for sensitive skin, and our son has sensitive skin. So um, once they are pregnant and they get they um, have milk and they have babies to nurse, if you continue to milk the goat, you that goat can stay in milk for a year to two years if you keep milking her consistently. So the pregnancy is kind of key um, to starting the milk production, which is something that um, – Again, it'll be like a family thing for us to do on the farm. Yeah, and just, again, if you are thinking about getting goats, make sure you have the way we constructed. We built like a a goat enclosure. Actually, we built two goat enclosures. Um, One of them we we built that's maybe call it a – let's call it an 8 by 15, 8 by 20, uh, where it's got a series of pens. So if you did want to wean the the baby goats off the mom – you're only separating them between gates. So they, you know, they are kind of pack animals and at night they, they do want to be next to each other. And this is kind of a humane way of weaning them off. Um, and then I got to say that I didn't see this anywhere on the internet machine, but uh, I, I uh, constructed a new goat enclosure and I used to keep the feed, their alfalfa and, and various other, their grains and all these things they eat. Um, uh, pretty far away, a good distance away. And I thought, huh, well, what if I just, when I make their enclosure, I put a little storage room on the backside of it where I can literally stack all of their nutrients and hay and grains in one place. And then I only have to walk about five feet around a corner and feed them instead of getting alfalfa shredding pieces all over our our yard and grass. Uh, so their new one, I'm happy to say, has this has this great idea, which I will also... Uh, when the good episode comes out, I'll, I'll, I'll post pictures of uh, what I've done and feel free to completely rip this idea off. I don't think it's patentable, folks. I feel like you're so farm savvy and smart. Like you do find ways you want to make your life easier. So you come up with these ways to make that happen. Well, I just think um, necessity is the mother of invention, right? There's there's always There's always a better way to do it. And we have so much responsibility and so little time. It just was one of those ones I was like, light bulb moment. Huh, what if I just put the feed on the backside of of their uh, enclosure where they can't actually get it? But I can. So the the goat, you talked a little bit earlier about um, having obstacle courses. I thought it was so fun the other day when you went to the junk pile of scraps that we have of pallets and wood and stuff. And you had the kids get paper and they could each design an element to the obstacle course. And you all went out there and picked it up. And so you took, you know, their interest and farm necessity and you kind of weaved it together. And I thought that was really cool. 
Yeah, I think they enjoy it. So we took, we had um, half wine barrels and we had uh, big electrical spools and I had a bunch of two by sixes and I had uh, some, a bunch of wood pallets. Like, you know, it's so funny, like, again, like, God, you know, talk about California, everyone talks about how environmental they are and stuff. But I can tell you, when you live on a farm, nothing goes to waste. As she said, we have a junk pile and it's amazing what you don't throw away and the usage that you can actually repurpose these things. So instead of having a big pile of junk and wood, we made a complete like goat gymnastic center out of it. Um, and, you know, in the prior episode, you heard you heard us talk about how, you know, ch- we'll actually, f- when, when we make eggs, we save the chicken shells in a bowl, we dry them out, and then we crush them, and then we actually feed them back to the chickens. I mean, like, that is like... You talk about chicken is like, you know, they make perfect packaging. There is zero waste to chicken packaging. So I don't know. It's just the, the more that the more exposure that we get to um, the farm, you talk about being, you know, environmental and, and, and practical and, and not letting anything go to waste. I think there is no better example of an ecosystem than a living, working farm. I'd agree with that. Yeah. I mean, and then there's composting. There's all sorts of things you can do. Right with the garden part of it that we're still learning and diving into. Yeah, stay tuned for the garden episode for composting. We don't we're still figuring that one out. It's it's not you gotta turn it and there's certain things you add to it and certain things you don't. Well everybody has a different opinion. I feel like there's lots of different ways. So we need to find out the best way to compost for us and our usage. Yeah. Um, but our soil will be thankful when we figure that out. All right. So again if you're listening to this podcast and you are thinking about getting goats or you are you own goats do you have any tips i mean you know there's there's a lot like we give them uh, like a salt block supplement right where they kind of self-regulate they have a mineral supplement block where they kind of chew on this mineral block as needed as a certain nutrients that they can't get within the grains nor the grasses is there anything else that i'm missing that someone who might be interested in goats might want to learn or that we can share um, just, well, I think that the deciding whether or not you're going to get a boy or a girl, um, boys that are bucks that are intact, uh, are, are smelly. Um, and that sometimes turns people off. And if you have goats that you're milking, it can actually affect the taste of the milk and it will travel in because it's just such a powerful pungent odor. Um, but you can get a weathered goat. That means it's a boy that is no longer intact and they do not smell and they're very sweet. Um, girls have more attitude, obviously, because we're girls. And um, yeah, you mentioned briefly like the budding. Like, are you going to debud your goat? They, you know, burn off their horns at a very young age and then they bandage them up and move on with their life. Or are you going to let them have horns? Having both goats, um, the horns are definitely more intimidating. She uses them. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, I I've know almost too. lost an eye. But. Yeah. Well, we um, we built the a goat stanchion, like a milking station. Um, so basically, imagine you know a feed trough guillotine looking thing where <laughs> the goat puts his head or her head through, and you have like some kind of feed, and it's it's a very um, it's a very pleasant experience, I think, for all involved. The goat is letting you um, get milk and is also getting a treat while it's being milked. So you might want to think about a goat stanchion. We built one. We just went on YouTube or something and found it and built it. It's pretty easy to build. Yeah, so handy. 
<laughs> no, I'm learning. I'm just, uh, one of the things that I, I told myself if I was going to go have this kind of lifestyle was that I wasn't going to call a handyman anytime something broke or um, I was going to challenge myself to, you know, fix the things I can and, and or try to try and fail and learn something along the way. And I think that's really been one of my life lessons and cool takeaways about this new way of approaching life on the daily. So that's exactly my point of view of why I wanted the animals. You're asking me is like, to make me build things for you? <laughs> no, oh. no, is to test myself. Like if I was going to do this new lifestyle, I was going to do it, and I want to, you know, challenge myself. So you're asking me like, okay, well, why did we need all these animals, and why do we keep getting more? Because like some pigs just showed up too, which I know you're really excited about those pigs, but that's a whole nother episode. But yeah, learning and challenging yourself, and then keeping them alive, like it's pretty awesome. It is definitely good we haven't killed the majority of the things that we have as, as far as livestock goes, yes. Um, so I don't know if you have anything else to add. Otherwise, this will conclude our episode on goats. If you want to reach us, reach us at... Info at FrontierFeathers.com or check us out on Instagram at FrontierFeathersFarm. And um, we will talk to you soon. Stay tuned for more, folks. <laughs>